Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. I'm your host. Today, we're going to talk about how to make things simple, which are inherently complicated. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less, and I'm the managing director and founder of the Brief Lab, where we help teach professionals how to be clear and concise communicators. The point of this podcast is pretty straightforward, is to help you and your ideas stand out amidst a sea of words, complexity. What we're going to talk about today is a challenge that many of us face, which is how do we make things which are really hard to explain, easier to explain. What inspired me to do this podcast was an article that I had written, I'm sorry, that I had read recently that talked about how Verizon's marriage of Yahoo and AOL was doomed to fail from the beginning. And I remember when this all came about a few years back, reading it and trying to understand what was the strategy and the headline of the story that inspired me to do this podcast was I couldn't articulate the strategy. And because they couldn't do that, it was like doomed from the start because nobody really knew, knew why they were doing this in the first place. Maybe they didn't even know. But it just got me thinking that professionals struggle with this mightily. There's a lot of things in our world. I mean, I can't tell you how many client meetings I've had where people talk about the complexities that face them and their organizations on a day-to-day basis. It's complicated. The world is complex. There's a lot of moving parts. And our role as leaders is to try to make sense of it for people. And what I want to talk to you about today is just the ability to, to do that and ways to do that that might surprise you. Um, there was a, a, a story that had been passed around um, from Napoleon, of all people. So what he would do was he would bring all of his generals together to formulate a strategy, right? a, big, a big operation, a big mission. And he had a corporal in his, um, in his midst, in the, in the room, that was there to just do, I suppose, menial tasks, you know, polish his boots and get him something to drink or whatever. But he was there throughout these, the planning sessions with the, with the generals. And as the story goes, after the meeting was over and they'd formulated a strategy, Napoleon would have all the generals leave, the corporal would stay, and, and then he would ask his corporal, could you explain to me what the mission is? And if the corporal could, he'd proceed. And if he couldn't, he would redraft the whole plan. And he used the basis of that person's understanding as the way forward, how, how, to, how to communicate the plan. Smart. A lot of leaders don't do that. There's a, you'll hear this from time to time in writing that we should target our writing to people with an education level, you know, from eighth grade to the 10th grade. I don't think the grade, the particular grade is super, super important, but the idea is we need to find simpler ways of expressing ourselves. And people just aren't good at this. And as they, you know, go to graduate school and they rise up in their career from like technicians and tacticians to like strategic leaders and running organizations, the ability to simplify complex strategies, plans, initiatives, explanations is what hurts many of them from being successful. So if you imagine, go back to Napoleon, what he said is, if I can't have my corporal understand what's going on, 
in modern in the modern age, this would be a frontline employee. This would be um, people on your team, people within the organization, the the general public, whoever the audience might be. If they can't understand it and retell it, well, what's the point? You know, if 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 you feel like you know you're explaining it. So I think what I've seen a lot is is people especially leaders who are convinced that they're clear and they're really pretty confusing, but there's no, but there's nobody to stop them. So in the case of Napoleon, there's a lot of humility there where he used the corporal as, as kind of that stopping point. I remember being in a meeting with um, a Fortune 500 company uh, a number of years ago, and you know one of the leaders said to the CEO of the company, hey, we can't talk to our employees like that. They don't understand what we're saying. And it was this just moment of just pure honesty that the words that they were using were just so confusing. But the leaders were happy with it because it made sense to them. Well, that's the problem. The problem, you know, going back to the Verizon example and Yahoo and AOL, it was the if I couldn't articulate the strategy, the, initi- the initiative was doomed to fail from the start. How do we avoid that uh, possibility? You know, and, and I, I've had countless conversations with people, both in the military and corporations, and they all come to the agreement that leaders are all convinced that they're being clear when most of them are not. How do you stop yourself from falling into the same trap as you progress in your career towards those levels? And that's what I'm going to talk about today is how do you do that? And there's some some basic considerations that I think are really important. Um, there was a conversation I had with uh, the former chief creative officer at McDonald's. And I've shared this before in previous podcasts. Her name is Marlene, and she's really really an amazing person. We were talking about my work at the Brief Lab and the, and the coaching and the, and, the, and the development work that we do with leaders and professionals. And she said to me, in her experience professionally, that one of the indications that something was a bad idea was it, was re- it took a person a long time. It was hard to explain. So when explanations would just go on and on and on, and they were really didn't ever come to any type of clarity or it was just long and complicated, it was for her an early indication that it might be a bad idea. She didn't say that it was always a bad idea, but it was an early indication that it was a bad idea. I remember some work I'd done many years ago, some messaging work I'd done with Navistar, and this was, I don't know, in 2006 maybe. I don't know. There were the There were preparing the messaging around the changing of the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, had standards on uh, standards on um, engine emissions, you know, like how much pollutants the, these trucks would emit. And they, the company knew that this was coming. And it was, you know, many years out, but they had to start talking to their dealers and the public and, and all these different audiences about their technology path toward um, towards this new standard and how they were going to meet this emission standard. <laughs> Long story short, boy, was that complicated. Like I sat through many, many sessions. Well, it turned out that that entire strategy just fell apart and there was a huge um, issue where they didn't meet the standard, their engines didn't work. Um, it created an enormous problem for the company and for people that bought the, these engines. And I didn't track super in super detail like the technology because this is not my area of expertise. But the early indication was you couldn't simplify that. Maybe it was an early indicator, to Marlena's point, that something was wrong. Maybe, just maybe. So that's, I think that's the first consideration is if it's really long and hard to, uh, 
uh, explained, maybe it's a bad idea. Second consideration is, is to recognize that leaders hide behind fancy words. If you listen to how people sound in a corporate environment, and certainly in the military, they hide behind acronyms. They hide behind fancy words. And I, what, I, what we tell people is if you have to choose between a really sophisticated word and a simple word, choose the simpler of the two. Why? Because it might sound good. It might sound sophisticated, but it might be devoid of any meaning. So I see this when I've done some work in teaching business school classes. People talk a good game. And you listen to them, like, that really sounds great. I don't know actually what they were saying, but it sounded pretty cool. And for them, when you're saying it, it's like, hey, this sounds, this sounds really great. And you're talking about, let's say, some really, really sophisticated, complicated um, proposal. or And it's like, cut to the chase. Like, what is it? Keep it simple. And people hide behind that fancy word because it makes them sound smart and it makes them sound sophisticated when reality, they're not that smart and they're not that sophisticated or the ideas aren't really even there. It's just a bunch of words. Um, and the, the third thing is this, how do you turn something which is complex, complicated, a lot of moving parts into simplicity? Think of things like cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin in the blockchain as an example of that. Go online and look at how people explain what Bitcoin is. It's complicated. And I've watched a handful of videos and it is not easy to simplify. Now, the challenge is, is who is going to find a way of simplifying it? This is one of the reasons why Steve Jobs was an amazing communicator is he would simplify the complex. His products exude, exuded that. How do you make your master's theses easy to follow? How do you take an initiative and break it down into its simplest, part, simplest parts and make it easier to follow? How do you take what might be this very, very multifaceted, a lot of pieces going and make it really break it down to, into something which is clear, simple, you know, easy to follow. Hard to do. And you got to um, you know, put some work behind trying to do that. So I'm going to give you a, a project or a challenge. So let's say that you're working on a project, a plan. Maybe it's your job, your function, what you're working on. What I want you to do is I want you to prepare an explanation of that that you can, you can share with a friend or maybe a coworker that's not, that's not, doesn't really know what it is. And what I want you to do is put it in, in plain English, okay? Maybe, maybe somebody in your family, maybe somebody you went to school with or a, or a coworker that's in a, in a different area and explain this project, this plan, your job function, your what, what you do for a living, and put it in plain English. Tell them what it is that you do and why that you do it. I'm going to create a little bit of an outline. If you're familiar with brief maps, I would use a brief map, kind of write it out. Give yourself a time limit, and then ask them if you can test it out on them, like almost like they're a, um, like a, like a, like a trial audience. And tell them, hey, listen, I'm gonna, I'm, I've got this challenge. I'm going to explain to you what I do for a living. And I'm going to do it in 60 seconds and get a stopwatch. And then just say it to them. And say it out loud. And at the end of them, ask them for their feedback. See what they say. Typically, you know, you might hear, I liked it. It was nice. Yeah, it was good. But here's what I want you to do at the end. 
um, I want you to do what Napoleon did with his corporal. I want you to ask them to play it back to you for what, from, from what they heard. Just play it back to you. Okay, so you told it in 60 seconds, so tell me now what you heard me say. And if they mess it up, blame yourself, not them. Just saying.